recorded and monitored if you wish to block any future calls of this nature dial 7 now to accept this call press 5 now to decline this call hang up well cat i haven't heard from you in a while how's everything going oh good good yeah i like when there's something to report that's going on inside the prison so uh what kind of issues are you running into? You know, I've heard that issue quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different prisons are having it too. I think mainly because I think the mask mandate, people were quitting for that or the, they found a better job. You know, holding good workers with this economy, with the way people are, you know, they're, they're often bonuses and stuff. And uh, some of them can work from home and some of them can work closer. You know, it's just, there's a lot of good advantages to the people looking for jobs. And so it doesn't surprise me that uh, the prison staff are just leaving. Anybody being fired over there? <clears throat> Okay, so mainly it's just people quitting. Ooh, getting frustrated. Ah, yeah, I have heard of things like that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so they're changing rules and ignoring rules, and then your complaints are being ignored. Yep, same old, same old. Okay, yeah, I will, I will definitely. Yeah, I think the legislators should know. I mean, there's, for them, they have bigger fish to fry, or they don't want to get involved with it. We just have to keep banging on the door. You know, eventually they're gonna open it up and acknowledge our existence. And anytime you mention that you're working with a incarcerated person, oh my goodness, it just goes crazy. I know, I know. You're not going to be in there forever. And uh, there's a lot of advocates out here and a lot of nonprofits that work with you guys. And so I suggest that you get with that, those those different programs and uh, people, and uh, get involved as much as you can. Because what you went through doesn't necessarily mean it has to happen for the people after you. And, you know, you represent a very unique community in there. And, uh, mm -hmm, I know, and, and I've heard both sides of it. Sometimes they say that transgender and the LGBTQ community, they get special treatments. And, uh, you know, like the transgender, they could get their uh, sex change in the prison. And, and so... Uh, of course, you know, the public, they don't really react to that. I guess they don't care. And technically, it shouldn't really be that big of an issue. I just hope people aren't getting arrested to go in there to do that. It's just that I've heard that uh, they get special privileges in, in their, as far as picking cellmates or which cells they stay in. And there's certain times they can go to the shower, it's just, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, I know you guys. You guys hit it all the time. But what about the staff that works with you guys? Is is there anybody that's you know? You have sixty seconds good remaining. Support member that walked out. Uh, so you're being left with some of the the haters in there. Boy, that that is a big issue. That, and we need to let everybody know that there's a shortage of staff. Oh, definitely, definitely. We'll we'll get the word out. And have you been talking to your loved ones? And okay, have them do the same thing, and they can post on my website. Good. You have thirty seconds <clears throat> remaining. We can never get too much support. Let's put it that way. Okay, just send me emails, send me letters, keep calling, don't be a stranger, keep me posted on everything that's going on over there. All right, well, good luck with your fight, and um, I'm going to do what I can out here, and mainly let's just get the word out. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, truth, <laughs> anything we can get it out on. Welcome to a QS Inmate Call, and I am your host, Joel Wilborn. And this is a conversation that's based on a, another real-life person. And uh, these are issues that come up, not just at the uh, women's prison, but men's prison, jails, uh, juvenile centers... It's just that there are some staff members out there who really care about the people they're working with. You know, counselors care, uh, coaches, instructors, guards, even uh, members of the executive staff in the in the prison. That uh, you know, the superintendent and the secretary and and uh, the sergeants and the people who, who run the various departments, even doctors and, and uh, volunteers. There's a lot of folks <clears throat> that just um, really care about the people they're working with in there and they want to see them get out and never come back. They want to see them succeed. They want to see their families grow and they want to see their life improve. And when they come to work and they have that, that drive, that motivation to do the right thing, and there's people in there that just push back, it can be frustrating after a while. You know, if a person says, um, I have an old, dirty, messed up blanket and I'd like to get a new one, and the staff member goes and reports it and tries to get a new one, tells the person I'm working on it, and nothing's done, or they get told something like these, that we're not going to buy any new blankets for them. They're just going to have to suck it up. Eventually, they'll just give up. And when you're not very high on the scale, then it's easy to get stepped on. And that's a, that's a shame because everybody suffers in, in a situation like that. 
you've got the staff member who has to leave a job that is greatly appreciated and liked and and you feel that sense of you know accomplishment and the staff member has to leave and then you have the uh, incarcerated people who are very upset because somebody who cared about them somebody who listened to them somebody who at least tried and understood what they are going through is now gone and there's been several people across the state that's told me that I hate the fact that these people are leaving I hate to see that one woman who uh, was not was released not that long ago she said she connected with a staff member that she really appreciated when she was in prison And she found out this person uh, left the prison system and got a new higher paying, better job. And who's going to argue with that? It's just that if you don't give any incentive, why do the people want to stay? And true, a lot of these prisons are closing anyway. And rather than be reassigned, the people are just saying, you know, I'm just going to go get me another job and uh, that's that's <clears throat> that's good for them if they can get another job it's bad that their position can't be replaced at least not right away so the prison has to try to modify their uh, routine. I mean, this pandemic caused um, some services to be lost. They had to cancel them or or, uh, take the resources and um, allocate allocate them to something else. And so... uh, like in the uh, women's prison in, in Washington, the chapel was converted to a, a holding unit for uh, people who test positive with the pandemic, you know, with the virus. And they, uh, so they don't have any religious services over there. And Religion is something that should be allowed, should be a, a not really a privilege, but a necessity. It's something that you have freedom of religion, you have a right to practice, you know, un, un, unrestricted. And then to run across this is just, it's just scary. So, uh, that's something that I just have to look at and um, try to work through. And you know, you can only say so much 
There's only so much they'll do to assist. And a lot of people, and this is this helps the prison system, is they just give up. You know, when I uh, was mistreated in the system, and I prefer that I get mistreated rather than the people that I'm working with. And in this particular case, it got both of us. Because I sent money to an inmate and they confiscated the money. And then so now, I'm fighting to get that money back. And the reasons they gave were just kind of silly. So they're conducting their own investigation on it. It's just that why do that in the first place? It's like shoot first and ask questions later. They commit the act and then they cover it up. And of course, like a lot of government officials, they don't ever want to admit any fault. And uh, true Americans, and pretty much in any other country as well, people respect the truth. If you mess up, tell the truth. They respect that. You know, if you're <clears throat> if your friend does something wrong, and then you call him out on it. And he tells you the truth. You'll have respect for that. And, you, and you'll expect that from your friend. That's one of the things that that distinguishes a friend from anybody else. They're, they're in your corner. They work with you. They're not out to hurt you or harm you in any way. And so if uh, you have a friend who lies to you. Then you kind of wonder what's the purpose. And, and there's various reasons why we lie. And I think in the government, they lie just to cover things up. Or to, really, to uh, avoid admitting guilt. And it just backfires, no matter what. And uh, that's something that we have to, to fight with them on. And... When I have an issue that I want to resolve, and I'll keep right on going, I've got plenty of time. I'll stop when I'm dead or when it's resolved. And so while I'm fighting issues and there's not a, a, a bigger staff there, then it kind of... It's kind of discouraging. So it, it having a minimum staff affects all of us and there's really nothing we can do to keep people from leaving we can't keep people from getting fired we can't get keep people from finding better jobs we can just announce that the prison is not at full capacity because staff is minimalized So maybe we need to get rid of the prisons. I think that would be a good way to save money. And I think these people will be happier working outside that system. But that's just me. So I'm, uh, I'm currently working on some issues that revolve around that. See what I can do to bring them to a quick resolution. And I hope... You will tune in to the uh, YouTube channel, Joel Wilborn channel. Look for OxyWord. 
and listen to some of the uh, incarcerated people tell their stories and their concerns. There's a wide variety of things that goes on in the prisons. And uh, the only way to know what really goes on in there is to talk to the people who are incarcerated in there. And yeah, we know some people who like to play the system and like to uh, garner sympathy. You know, feel sorry for me, I'm a victim. That's just a, a small part of it, though. And that's just their way of surviving. That's They have to do that in order to uh, get, get by day to day, I guess. But once we call them out on it, you know, they'll understand. You can't fool everybody. And so the stories we hear sometimes are exaggerated. Sometimes they, they trick staff members. You know, that's, that's just human nature for everybody. And we just, uh, it's our survival techniques kicking in. And it shouldn't have to be that way in a prison. It shouldn't have to be that way in a community. So uh, if we can let folks know we're listening to them and that we care and that we're going to try, I think that's going to be a fantastic motivator. So if you can, go ahead and tune in. Listen to some of those interviews and, and contact them. Learn a little bit more. And uh, we'll have a better understanding of what got them motivated to commit a crime. And maybe we can help this uh, high crime rate by addressing the, the real issue instead of making stuff up. You know, the, the rise in crime isn't because of guns or knives or... or uh, social media, it's because people are just frustrated. Things in their mind have just snapped. And if we can find a better solution than shooting up schools or robbing grocery stores or assaulting people, let's go for it. You know, it's a win-win situation. So thanks for tuning in and please get out there and, uh, make a difference. Let's reduce crime. Let's get these prisons closed. And let's get our community back the way it should be. You know, where people can walk outside and feel safe and secure and not have to hide, not have to worry about buying guns and protecting themselves. You know, it's a a far-fetched dream, but it is possible. And if we all work together, we can do it. We've got a mission. Let's, let's work together and let's come up with a solution. So go out, have yourself a wonderful day and make beautiful memories for tomorrow.